Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined by my main man, my good friend, the one and only, it's, it's producer Joel. Hey, my good friend Mark, how are you? I, I'm, I'm, I'm good, thanks. I've just, you already know this, Joel, but I've just literally eaten a toffee crisp. It was really exciting to watch you eat a toffee crisp because... I, was, I had to eat it quick because you, you looked like you wanted to do this and get it done. But I wanted the toffee crisp before to give me a bit of energy. And that, yeah. that and also, it's quite nice that you experienced my, my treat of the day. I've been very yeah, it felt like lately. a treat for me as well. What was it? Yeah. Just, Just because joy. you never, who, you know, I never think about a toffee crisp, but a toffee crisp is a delicious <laughs> thing. Is it, did you buy it from a corner shop? No, we got it from Tesco. Just got a pack oh, of them. That's even but more, really you got a pack them. of toffee crisps. My mum bought them. Wow. I don't know. That's the trouble. When I live here, I get to eat really nice things. But when I yeah. live on my own in London, I've got my own. I, I, I just if I don't buy the bad stuff, yeah, I don't miss it. But if it's yeah, I'm exactly in the there, same. Yeah, I can't, and I, I'm really bad at mod, like eating it in moderation. Like if there was a packet of toffee crisps in my house, I <laughs> yep. would just eat all of yep. them. Yep. I had this conversation with someone yet two days ago, and they said, "Oh, because I told them, I'm, you know, I'm just not eating any crap." Yeah and or very rarely and they said why are you putting yourself through that why don't you just have you know one can't be, it can't be day. done it can't be done are you mad can't be done it's like there are Not people possible. there are people i i live with one of them my girlfriend who can like <laughs> eat a line of a chocolate bar and mm-hmm. the chocolate bar can go back in the fridge you know, like a dairy milk or something. I think she's a I psychopath. Just, I just mate. cannot understand that level of restraint. Mate, she, that might be a girl thing, mm. because I've had girlfriends that can do that. They maybe they've got more willpower or something. But I'll just keep going until it's gone. Of and course, feel, and then feel terrible. You said though. So tell you why I keep eating it, because when it's gone, it's not there. Exactly. I can't eat it. But then it comes back sooner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what exactly what I do. I think if I eat all of this in one day. Yep. Then that's just one day yeah. of bad eating, even if I'm yeah, yeah, like one... 10 days worth of snacks. Yeah. And you can't put a, that much fat on in one day. So if you, you'll put on the maximum amount for that day, what? and then the rest of the week you won't have it. Is that what you think, or is that some sort of science? Well, I did do sports science at uni, but it was a while ago. <laughs> like you, <laughs> we've head, all seen the video sense. of The Rock's cheat days. Well, no, if you, if you just kept eating chocolate all day, all day, all day, you're not going to suddenly listening. be fat after one day. Like you can only, you're, <laughs> you, you have to get rid of some of yeah, it. Yeah, we don't live in a cartoon. <laughs> no. Um, 
but like you might you know the rock will post like his cheat days on instagram yeah, yeah. But the problem is i'm not doing the other days <laughs> i'm trying to do that actually yeah he's a bit of a motivation but he never shows you what else he eats the other throughout the day no do you know what i mean does he eat any bad stuff at all i reckon he just eats that huel stuff you know that like human fuel quite drink you actually that stuff oh, what's the point of being alive <laughs> What's the point of being alive? Good point. That's today's question. Tweet us. Yeah. At Jokes with Mark. What's the point in being alive? <laughs> Brilliant. So tell you what made me happy to be alive today, Joel. Yeah, that was that Toffee Crisp. It's a nice link. Oh, that did actually. Yeah. But no, I got... So, so Joel, you normally deal with all the, um, the podcast uploading and all that business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you've been very kind enough to um, badger... Um, Acast uh, to get to be very nice and kind and give me a login yeah. for it. And I got that yesterday. And uh, I've, I've been looking at the stats and everything. Oh, and I, was, I was bloody blown away by how many people are listening in other countries. Oh, exciting. Like loads of people. What's the most exotic place you've seen? Well, I mean, there's every, but it's pretty much everywhere. But like, but the big numbers we've got big numbers in America. Can't Didn't wait to do that. some live shows over there. <laughs> big numbers in Australia. Good, yeah. Pretty, Pretty English nice speaking, heavy. Visit. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is what I thought. But then when I went down the list, there's loads of countries: France, mm. Belgium, which is not even countries now. Spain, <laughs> Denmark. It's like who, 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 who are these people? So. If if you if you are listening in one of those countries, let us know. Say we're listening from Bonjour. Such such. I'll just bloody we're in Japan. Away by it. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was Japan. There's there's numerous people in Japan. That's very exciting. I think so. We should do a world tour. I mean, the <laughs> venues would have to be kind of five or six seaters, <laughs> but we could do it. Yeah, and also, it. Japan's quite big. I'd have thought. So you got to hope that they're all in the same place. They're all in Tokyo. Well. Yeah, yeah, but that's a bit of fun, isn't it? I just, a bit of fun. I think I might get a little bit obsessed with it. Hey, speaking of countries around the world, today's yeah. guest is from a country in the world that isn't the UK. <laughs> Where's he from? He's from New Zealand. And what's his name? His name is Jared Christmas. It's Jared Christmas. Jared oh, Christmas. This was a very nice chat. I re- I thoroughly enjoyed talking to Jared and. You can enjoy listening to it. Yeah, my the house I'm in now was built in the 1640s. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, and this is my downstairs toilet. Oh no way! Yeah. <laughs> that's just the, the only place you can get away from the kids. Yeah, pretty much, because I can seal the whole room off. Yeah, you know, it's the utility room. The kids call it my poodio. Um, <laughs> So, because uh, if I'm, you know, if I'm in the kitchen or something like that, I'm just taking up a massive amount of space. Yeah, yeah. And you could go to the toilet if you yeah. want. Exactly. Brilliant. You know? Best of, yeah, yeah. cracking. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's the best of the backstage and on stage yeah. at the same I mean, time. Yeah, I, I mean, suppose. I've been in many green rooms, which are also a toilet. Yeah. Did you, if you did, you did the, um, oh, what's the worst one? The um, Co- uh, Covent Garden Comedy Club. You know the one that's in that sort of under the arches? Oh, heaven. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And 
horrendous. Last time, this wasn't the change room, but the first time I did it for men's toilet was no, actually, I think it was the women's toilet was. Yeah, it was was yeah, the change dressing room. I got changed in the cubicle. <laughs> so many places were just horrendous. So many places were horrendous, and the amount of times I did, you know, when I was in the early days doing Jeff Whiting gigs, <laughs> where it really was, uh, he would put comedy in any room that wanted yeah. it, and you'd just show up and be like, "Who even <laughs> thought that it would work here?" And the amount of times you're getting changed in a disused kitchen. <laughs> Or, um, you know, even the boat show, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tannishall Castle. You'd have to, to go to the toilet, you'd have to walk through a fucking kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, down the thing. That people were working <laughs> in while you were walking through. Go, I just need to go to the back of the room. So what yeah. we're saying is anyway. we don't really want live gigs back. No, thank you. <laughs> this is much better. I'd love to have them back. <laughs> yeah. I actually found a flyer because um, I was looking through all the old material. Oh, wicked. Right. Um, and I found, look, I, I hauled out Ugh, shitloads of yes, me notebooks. that's what I like to say. Flick through. Flick through heaps of them, yeah. right? Um, this is the one. This When I started stand-up when I was 18, I was still at school. And this was a, you, you, a school exercise book. Oh, brilliant. Um, that I first started writing in. Um, but I, I've discovered that it's got a... A flyer for um, a gig I did for Jeff Whiting. Oh, wow. When I first got over, about 2001. Oh, the Comedy Cavern, that's in Bristol. No, Bath. Bath, Bath. That's Comedy Cavern yeah, was yeah, in yeah. Bath. Yeah. That, that was yeah. his home gig. That's the one that you had to go to to get seen by Jeff. Yeah, that was exactly it. Was a it. nice gig as well. Oh, actually, no. It was a lovely gig. Was it? Yeah, I, I've had, I had mixed times there, actually. But Well, in the early days, it was fantastic. Later on, it just... Mm. They had renovated it and changed it a bit, and it had just lost its atmosphere. I actually, atmos. interestingly, this is quite on topic, actually. There's a joke that I thought of that happened at mm. that gig that I could never quite get get across on stage what I was getting at. Because, so, 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 okay, I'll just explain. So, when I, when I, I need a, I hate needing a wee, right? I really hate that. Yes. So, yeah. when I'm at a gig, I won't drink a lot because I can't be bothered to stop straight away. Yeah. Um, and then I think I went to the bar there and for, for, I said, can I have a Coke? And she said, do you want a pint? And I think I said, no, I'm driving, right? <laughs> Which I thought was really funny because it sounds like, well, just, I don't know what it sounds like. It sounds like I think that's illegal. Well, they're asking when, yeah, it works because when you... When someone says, do you want a pint? Yeah. You automatically think beer. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and saying, you know, the driving part. But I think because my jokes are so one-linery and set up, you kind of, for that one to work, you have to kind of believe that that actually happened. Yeah. So yeah. I think that just yeah. doesn't suit my style. I just think it's, it was quite a funny moment. But I always remember that. I don't know why. It's weird, <laughs> that, isn't it? It's a good moment, mate. Yeah. It's a good moment. I remember that... That gig, if you sat backstage, you you had to be backstage. You couldn't go to the toilet. You couldn't go out into the room because as soon as you came from behind that curtain, you were immediately mm. on the stage. Yeah, yeah. And I remember making that mistake. One of the first times I did that gig was just going, oh, yeah, I'll sit backstage. And then <laughs> realized the compare went on for ages. The first <laughs> act went on for ages. Oh, I hate that and so I'm just much. Back there, 
you know, you're just in a little nook covered with a curtain. It was. <laughs> I've had that. Brutal. I've had that, and they did a wee. Yeah, gigs. I don't, it probably wasn't that one. This seems to be a theme. I haven't got anything wrong with me. I don't think. <laughs> I um no, you haven't. And it's um I had a thing about pooing at gigs and during like, podcasts. I learnt, <laughs> and during podcasts, <laughs> I learnt uh, pretty quick what venues. I just mentally was like, I'm not. Even, there's not even the option to poo here. Right. Like up the creek, before they renovated. Oh my god, that. The was there, was there not an upstairs brutal. bit though that you could? Yeah, but when you were doing a weekend there, the upstairs bits open. Oh yeah, to the public. Oh right, and and the men's <laughs> toilet um, had the door kicked in, like the bottom half of the door was just wide open because yeah. someone kicked it in and they never repaired it. So you'd go and sit you'd have to hold and have it, a poo. Right. Well, the door would close, but they could see your legs. <laughs> I think you know, I started so, playing that sit like much after you. And then that that was the kind of the green room, and that was another situation where if you needed to go to, to have a poo, yeah, the, the acts are right there. So so not only yeah. they know you've been in their ages, they know what you're doing. They could probably tell yeah. as soon as you come out anyway. Yeah, and they don't appreciate it in the slightest. <laughs> no. That's like Bath Comedia. Have you done Bath Comedia? Oh, I've heard a good. That toilet, I've heard a good. Sto- I've just... heard a good story about this. I won't reveal who, but someone literally probably two weeks ago said to me that this other act. See, we were all doing a Zoom gig and they said to me, the other act on once took the biggest dump in that room. But there's no separation between the no. cubicle. It's not even a separate room. The cubicle is just in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah. the rule. You don't have a shit in there. No. Go no, find the public one. Yeah, there's the, the disabled toilet at the back of the room. It's perfect. None of us are famous enough to not be able to walk through the room and go to the toilet before we've been on. Exactly. Exactly. Um... <laughs> Edinburgh Jonglers. This should just uh, be a new a love... podcast. Just it comedians <laughs> in toilets taking a crap. Well, the Edinburgh Jonglers green room was lovely. It was, I never it was did a it. brand new building and uh, it, it was really nice. Mm. And the toilet was really nice. But um, I found out the hard way when uh, I went and had a horrendous experience in the bathroom. Um, and the door had... Um, ventilation grates on it and so the smell just just went and we nobody could stay in that green room that night and uh yeah i was i was not a popular maybe guy maybe that story was a bath and it was about you it was about me <laughs> i couldn't say the names could be a bit awkward we've all done it we've all done it <laughs> oh brilliant is this how your podcast usually yeah starts? always <laughs> always and I, I do insist that the other act is in a toilet when we're talking about it as yeah. well good good it's funny how it led to that after that. Like, that wasn't directly linked, those conversations, but it's no. all a bit of toilet, it's toilet all humor, mate. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we all know that gets bigger laughs. Love it. Love a bit of toilet <laughs> So you got your yeah. notepad. So how many years did, did these notepads span? Because I moved house a few times, and I've kind of... I kept my first ever notepad, and I've got a few in between, but I basically put everything on the computer because it, it was just too much right. to go from house to house um uh since i started yeah 98 98 oh wicked yeah yeah so what's that 21 22 years um i've there's been i've got loads on the computer now i hardly ever use books Mm. now i do when i'm prepping edinburgh i just find having if i'm prepping edinburgh i like to be when i go to previews i like going wherever those previews are and 
you know, getting there three hours before the gig and just going to a restaurant or, oh God, do you remember these days? What, what, what? Uh, going to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> or a cafe or something like that. Um, and just sitting and listening to the show that I'd previously recorded, writing notes. I, I just found I preferred that mm. than sitting with an iPad, yep. tapping along, which I have done. Yeah, I have done, and it's it's fine, but I find it's just more, it, it's actually more immediate. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, writing, I find the speed of thought, I can't write as quick, mm. right? But I can cross out and and change instead of an iPad or a laptop, I'm deleting and then, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm worried, I lose train of thought, all it's that It's hard shit. to follow so, on on the computer. I have it on the computer just so it's there. And yeah. if I do a like yeah, like a preview, I remember stuff better if I've written it down in pen. I yeah. won't remember it if yeah, it's, it's weird, on the screen. Isn't it? I don't know yeah, I don't know why that is. Well, I think it's the it's the physical act, I suppose, mm. of writing, physically writing it down. I don't know. I mean it's probably some psychology. Maybe when because when I was at, at school you'd have to write the stuff down so you remember it. You had to keep yeah. writing it, so maybe that's that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's something in that. Yeah. Um I mean certainly you know, when I started, there were computers, but the thought of writing jokes on a computer, and mm. I'd have to write it on the school computer and then get permission <laughs> to print it out, you know? And when I first started, I was doing jokes about my uh, my willy being a bloody aeroplane and <laughs> trying to find a hangar to land in, and, you know, shit like that. If I wrote that on school computers... So is that something you've just read? What? Like in your... F- that yeah. joke there? Yeah. No, uh, no, that was me remembering. Are you, are you embarrassed me... by the stuff you read in your early ones? Because I read some, um, and I'm like, some of them, I'm like, the idea is actually all right, but I'm, I mean, I am quite. It was all formulaic. It was like, right. I, I think I used to think if I said it like Jimmy Carr in that rhythm, it's funny, but the content yeah. wasn't. If you, if you know yeah, what yeah, I mean, yeah. I do know what you mean. Yeah, um, I, uh, I kind of grew up uh, not having a huge amount of stand-up influence. Uh, because in the nineties in New Zealand, um I I mean I I just wasn't exposed to mm. it. I, I'd seen Eddie Murphy raw and delirious. Um, but I just thought they were really funny monologues. I wasn't fully aware of the concept of stand up comedy. Mm. Um and I was doing I was doing improv comedy. Uh, you know, I was in this uh long established improv group in Christchurch where we were doing shows every Friday night and you know, doing corporate shows and stuff. And then uh, obviously I was doing acting and I was doing performing arts course uh, where we had a playwriting section of it. You know, so everything was getting fed into me, mm. right? But stand-up just wasn't Cause, wasn't on my cause radar. you guys, like, there's, there were some great New Zealand acts have come out, but I guess the early 2000s, like the 2000s were the time when yeah. you had the Concords and yeah. all, all those guys. But in the 90s, I mean, there were there, look, there's great New Zealand comics you know, who all started and developed in the 90s. I mean, Reese Darby did. Um, okay. And there's there's loads of them down there who, uh, you know, the 90s was, was their growth. But uh, it, it just wasn't a thing. You know, still, there's only one purpose-built comedy club in all of New Zealand. Really? The classic. Yeah, the classic in Auckland, which is a fantastic gig. Um, and that's been around for, Jesus, 30 years, I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't on TV, really. Certainly not in 98 um not that i knew of um and i i got dared by a friend to do stand-up because she was putting as part of our performing arts course she was doing the uh the sort of um what do you call it the 
production side of things. So she, you know, to pass the course, she had to put on events. Uh, okay. And so she put on, she hired a, uh, a bar and called the green room and she put on an improv show that I was doing. And then she said, I need, she had, a, she also had another friend who was uh, playing music. She said, I need something else. And she said, have you ever thought about doing stand up?" I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what it is. Um, and then, uh, and so she said, do stand up. I dare you to do, I think you'd be really good at it. And I didn't know what to do. And she said, oh, there's a stand up on late at night, American stand up. Watch that and adapt their jokes to your own. So that was what I did, mate. I absolutely lifted <laughs> Eddie Murphy's jokes. <laughs> well, not, not Eddie Murphy, but I lifted. I remember one of the first jokes I, I watched, you know, someone like, you know how the States in the 90s had these ridiculous, so many stand-up shows, like live from Ray's Chuckle Hut, right. you know, yeah. just, and it was all a bloke in a sports jacket, you know, um, and uh, one of the first jokes I did, um, I, I don't know who the comic was, but I took their joke of, um, I do impressions, but my mum calls them imitations. I mean, what's with that? Imita you get imitation crab meat. What? Is that a fish on the bottom of the sea floor going, wait, wait, I do a good crab. <laughs> I, was, I did that joke. Um, and uh, I did a Robin Williams routine about getting pulled over by the police whilst, whilst you're stoned. And I was barely 18. I, was say, that... I, didn't have a, I didn't have a driver's license. I'd never encountered the police and I'd never been stoned in my life. Um, but it went really well and her night went really well. So she asked me to do it again, and something in me was just like, I have to do my own stuff, I think. Oh, really? I think you I just can... made that decision? Yeah. Right. That's good. Yeah. And I don't know where it came from, but I just had this feeling of, I don't think I should be doing other people's stuff. Mm. And I, as well as the Robin Williams routine went for me, I knew I, it just felt like acting. That's, quite, and that's I knew... quite a jump, going from a Robin Williams routine to the first set you've ever written <laughs> yeah i know i know how did it but go I, i've got i've got the first i've got one of the first jokes that i ever wrote in 98 oh, yeah. um i'm still a fan of this joke it's not great <laughs> all right um <laughs> and i think a lot of it relies on a new zealand accent right okay all right so i'll just do it two apples make a pear two pears make a pear Two melons, what a pair. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's all right. I, uh, you could tell that's an 18-year-old written that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I exactly. like that. That's good. I, that's a... I, have, I, I have to confess to, in about 2019, I was hosting a gig. And when I host, I, I set a rule for myself of, of not putting any mental blocks on. If I'm bantering with someone and... It triggers a joke of mine in my head. Yep. I have a rule that no matter how old that joke is, I'm going to be in the moment and I'm going to go into it. Of course, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that. That's why you. And, that's why you've done it all these years. That's why. That's what makes you so good because you've got all these jokes to fall back on. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. But it, for me, I like trying to be. I don't want to self. I don't want to go. Oh, I did that bit on. Comedy Store presents, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, on Comedy Central, and about fifty people have seen it. So that's dead to me. That joke. I just saw it. Actually. Um, yeah, <laughs> I literally just saw it. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I watched. I, I always like to have a little watch of stuff before I chat to people. <laughs> it's great, man. 
Well, that joke wasn't in it, but uh, I did that. I remember doing that joke. Wait, that the joke um, in the a couple of uh, years ago. Yes, the comedy store one. Was it the comedy store one? Yeah. Or it's, I watched two videos. Weirdly, my mum made a funny, interesting comment, and I, I don't know what this means because she wasn't listening to the content. She was just listening to the energy because she was just in the kitchen. And she said she yeah. thought I was watching Monty Python. Oh, really? And I don't, I don't know what okay. that is. I, I don't know what that... That's just... I don't know. I don't know. Could you, I mean, it's, also, it's a good association. Yeah, it's brilliant. I'm not going to complain about yeah, it. I think it's... I don't, know, I don't know. I think she said because you were making different noises and it was sounded sort of fun. Right, right. Yeah. But anyway, that's what she said. It's a bit of fun. Um, you should get her to review comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say about that? Oh, there was a. Oh, so that's what I should always write stuff down. There, there was a bit in it I really, I, I thought was great. Yeah, I've done a few of those ones. Yeah. Um, weirdly, one of them gave me a bit of a break. You know how you hear people do a really good spot on whatever, and they get a, you know, that's their big break. Yeah. Like when. Um, Kevin, 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 Kevin. Why Bridges. can't I remember his name? Yeah, Kevin Bridges did McIntyre. Mm. Do you know? And and it it was blatant that that skyrocketed. Yeah, that um, show did it for a lot of people. Was, actually, the first series of that. Yeah, uh, Bishop. Mm. I think it did. Sarah well, didn't it? as well. Um, and it's. Uh, but the great thing about those guys was that they had they had shit to back it up mm. with, right? They weren't just going out on that show with the best and only 12 minutes they had. Mm. You know, they they probably oh, were going on. I'm just sorry, I just remember what it was. It was Go the on. H&M, the Herma, and, Her, and, and the, the mm. Pit Put. And I loved it. It was really funny. Uh, oh, the so pajamas, silly. Yeah. And that is kind of Monty yeah. Python-y, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, it's yeah. Just daft. I've always, I've, I've always messed around with, um, with that sort of stuff. Because mm. that's, I mean, I, that bit was because when I wrote it, we were doing the phonics with, with the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And I just found it hilarious. And that's why it works so well because everyone can relate to that yeah. because everyone has done that if you as a kid or as an adult. Yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. But again, you know, I'm not allowed to teach. I wasn't allowed to teach my kids phonics because the Kiwi accent, man. It's especially on vowels. Oh yeah, just just fucks <laughs> everything up. Have you done a bit about that? Uh, I've done bits and pieces on it. I've got a, a routine about uh, the words bear, bear, and bear in New Zealand are all the same. Um, <laughs> I can't bear that. I want a drink of beer. And oh my God, that's a grizzly bear. Bear, bear, bear all the time. Whereas you guys faff around trying to make them all different. Like bear, beer, bear, 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 bear. That one you hear at Weatherspoons. Um, and then I go, uh, my wife says to me, who's British, she says, but how do I know which beer you're talking about? And I said, well, it's all about context. If I'm running and I'm screaming the word bear, obviously... It's last orders at the <laughs> That's bar. great. That's so good. Yeah. Really good. Love that. Yeah. So I've done that. And today <laughs> I had had it with my with my daughter. I was helping her with her schoolwork. Mm. And she asked how, she said, how do you spell error as in a time? Error. Oh, okay. The error of blah, blah, And I said, it's E-R-A, whereas error as in I've made a mistake is E-R-R-O, E-R-R-O-R. And uh, she, she was just <laughs> pissing herself laughing going, no, that's error. And I'm like, yeah, error and error. Like, to my ear, not bloody different. But she's going, you're just saying the same word. What's so funny is you know that she's saying it different, but when you explain what she's saying, you're just saying the same word for I everyone, know. which is even funnier. <laughs> and I, uh, this, is gonna, I, this is a bit showy-offy, but I did an episode of Jonathan Creek. Mm. 
<clears throat> excuse me, and I had a line where I had to, I was, I was a New Zealander in it, and I had to say a line, and since that news broke, more women have come forward with similar complaints. Uh, and so I do the take, and then the director says, are you saying woman, or are you saying women? <laughs> I say, I'm saying, I'm saying woman, as in there's lots of women. And he went, mm, <laughs> that's, that's woman. And I said, yeah, it is. And he said, no, no, because woman is woman, one woman. But we want women. I was like, yeah, but we don't say, I would be putting on an English accent to say women. <laughs> and everybody's piling in. All the other actors are trying to help me out going, just rhyme with swimming. And I'm like, I know how to say it, guys. It's just. It would be I'm, authentic. I'm gonna be a, yeah, if I'm going to be a New Zealander, I'm going to speak like a New Zealander, right? <laughs> And uh, so I did so many takes and it got, it was really funny. But what was plaguing me in the back of my head was like, I'm just a day player here. This is my one day on set. Mm. I'm now on the fourth take. We're all pissing ourselves laughing, but they've got, they've got work to do. Right. And I was like, I've got to get this. I've got to get this Cause I don't want it to turn from being really fun to, all right, mate, come on. Seriously now. Just bloody do it. Yeah, yeah. So what I ended up having to do was go, since that news broke, more women have come forward do you know? And in my head, I'm like, I'm really hitting that. And they were like, that's perfect. I'm going to go watch that. Which series was it? Right. Uh, it was one of the Christmas specials, one-off one. Oh, okay. That's easy to find. Right. I watched them all yeah. a few years ago, actually. Yeah, they're great yeah, shows, yeah. man. Yeah. He's so good as that character, Alan mm. Davis. And he was so nice to me on set. Oh, great. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Nice that's always nice, that. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know there's some issues about a homeless person and an heir. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> But no, <laughs> nothing but uh, nothing but really nice and professional to me. Oh. He did nibble my earlobe once just to be sexy, but <laughs> we cut that bit out where you say nice things. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to listen to this, is he? Um, yeah. Anyway, so cool, man. So what? So that that's my apples and pears joke. Yeah, yeah. Wicked. <laughs> well, we went on a tangent then. A tangent. We really did. Green. That's nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Holy no! I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> so, so what um, have you got? So that was from 1998. Okay, what's ni- give us a 1999 then. Let's just do the years. Uh, can I go 99 forward slash 2000? <laughs> yes. Uh, this one, this one, I've never. It's never quite. It's it's gone on stage a couple of times, but it never, never quite. I've always liked it though. Mm. And I think there's something there, but I just have never been able to. Yeah, so I'll, you go I'll back just, to the previews just to see if you can make it work. Um, I've revisited it, it a couple of times, but I've never fully committed to to yeah. it, if you know what I mean. But it's always been there uh, because a comic uh, gave me a compliment on it <laughs> the first time I did it. And that's... Oh, I've stuff. got one like that as well that, that worked once and then never worked again. And then that comic yeah. has mentioned it a few times. Oh, yeah. And it's like no i can't do it because it doesn't work (laughs) but but you always it's always there because it worked that first time yeah 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 so i'll I'll just say it Mm. i'll just do the joke right is is that is that the yeah man theme the way okay right uh i was in the park the other day uh just relaxing and i saw these two kids playing shoot 'em ups you know shoot 'em ups when you're being cowboys and sort of pretending to shoot each other using your fingers like guns going pew 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 uh, and uh, me and my brother used to play that a lot, using our imagination and using your fingers as guns. And I just don't think, I didn't think kids did that anymore. 
Um, and anyway, these two kids, an older one and a younger one, are, are both playing and they're giving it everything. They're both going pew, 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 until the older one starts going and then the younger one says, you can't use that. That's a machine gun. We're cowboys. Cowboys didn't have machine guns. And the older kid sort of sort of nods okay, and then they get back into it, and they go, pew, 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 pew. And then the older one starts going, zoo, 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 zoo. And the younger one stops and goes, you can't use that. That's a laser. We're cowboys. Cowboys didn't use lasers. And the older one sort of nods, gets back into it, like, pew, pew, pew. And I was just on this massive nostalgia uh, sort of kick, and I couldn't help myself. I just joined in. And next thing, it's the three of us just pew, 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 until the younger one stops me and says, you can't use that. That's your penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh... Oh, that's perfect. I love that. That's so funny because I was enjoying the whole setup as well. Yeah. Oh, so what? Okay. So... I think it's the, I think what's, what's held me off from it is the pedo aspect of it yeah that well that's what i was that, that that that's the only thing i can think that why it doesn't yeah so is that do you think that's more you i think it might be more me or i mean i don't really i don't really do that sort of stuff sure in in the moment of of bantering and stuff i've probably <laughs> so perfect i've probably really called funny. someone a pedo or something like that you know yeah uh so so what was the reaction so, when you did it do you remember? I remember the first time I did it, and I really acted it out. But also, you were quite right. young then when you first wrote it. You, In two thousand, yeah, makes yeah a I was difference. twenty. I was twenty. Yeah, maybe. I've not. I've not tried it's it since. Worse now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I probably fit the profile a bit more yeah. now, don't I? <laughs> I'm incredibly hairy now because of lockdown. Uh, yeah, but I, 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 I know it works because it makes it funnier that you're older. Because I was just yeah. in my head, I was thinking, well, could you say it as a story where you were younger and you just saw these kids doing this and then you yeah. joined in and you're just a weirdo kid? Right. Which isn't as creepy. Whack, whacking his wang out at other yeah, kids. Yeah, but I just think it, it, I just, it's not as funny, I don't think. I mean, it, look, the, my also my issue with it is um, it only gets a laugh because of that shock at the end. But I mean, that that's what jokes are, right? It's a surprise that's at the end. the shock. Hmm. Because it's not, no, it's not because just shock. It, because it's no, no. There's definitely good craft there. It's perfect craft because you crafted the. You can't use that twice. Yeah. Roll the free. It's it's well crafted yeah. because that it's not just you're just you're not just saying something extreme for the sake of it. It's a. There's more to it than just shock. I think. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I've always held back of it because but of, it's probably worse now, the... not just because of your age being older, but also just yeah. the way everyone is now in audiences. Super sensitive. Yeah, uh, I did. But it's uh, so silly though. So I think that allows you to do it. Well, that's what I think as well. And and you know, after digging it out today mm. and <laughs> re reading over it and. And I have to be—I have to be honest. I finessed it a bit, so already it's better than what. Because you're a better comic, it was right? Originally. Yeah, because mm. way better than what it was originally written down as. Originally written down, it was almost half a page. Yeah, and I bet you it know, wasn't really... the, the nostalgia part. Probably wasn't the focus when you wrote it. No, was that it? was not a thing. So no. that's added to it as well. Yeah. So, it's, so, yeah. It's, and mm. the nostalgia thing adds to the misdirection of it all in as well, anyway. Yeah. Um, so would you? I, so, I, so now you've looked at that and I, you've improved it. Would you then try that again? Do you think? Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know when I'm going to get the opportunity. I do do a lot of Zoom gigs, but I don't know. Have you been doing Zoom gigs? Yeah, I've been doing them quite a bit. Um, I like them. Doing, doing filthy stuff doesn't feel as comfortable no. as when you're on stage. Mm. Like, I've done it. Yeah. And, you know, I've got a joke about, you know, the government's told us in entertainment to get a, get a new job, um, you know, get another career. And so I rung up the job centre and, they said, are you good with your hands? And I said, yes. So I have had another job through lockdown. I've been wanking off blokes and swindling. Um, but there have been some Zoom ones where I've been going to go into that and I've gone, oh, I don't feel no, it's I'm looking, it's I'm looking at mm. someone in their living yeah, room. That's, I don't that's know. it. That's, the, that's what it is because they're in their home. So you're invading yeah. their their tranquil place because I've had that because I've, I, but, but what I have found is once I've done a rude one, and then do a few more. They sort of relax and get on board. But the the yeah, initial yeah. one, you definitely get a a weirder reaction. Yeah, yeah. And I I did one last night for Leicester Comedy Festival and uh, held off from doing anything too filthy. But then um, the act just absolutely went for it, and it was like it was great. Mm. It was great. So um, I don't know. It's funny how you get so in your head about yeah about things and it all depends on the audience on the night as well doesn't it oh yeah yeah and it, and it is um i mean just nothing beats being in the room and that collective mm. atmosphere and it's just much easier to read yeah the room. And that, whereas zoom also, zoom you're having to read you know 70 individual rooms yeah 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 <laughs> but also no one's drinking not as heavy as they probably are on the night out no, as well course. and they're yeah. not in the dark and their kids might be asleep next door. Yeah, like, yeah, and they don't want to make too much noise. No, oh, that's good. Oh, nice. Okay, two thousand. What? So you essentially, you're essentially, this podcast is essentially you being like the joke doctor. Well, that wasn't really the the plan, but it, but but because yeah. I do it so much, I guess I'm getting better at trying to throw a joke. Like sometimes you need to throw a joke up in the air and let it land differently. Yeah. that might make it work because I've saved so many of my jokes since I've been looking at them more closely like this. Just little yeah. things like I'm, I wrote a joke about someone saying something to someone else. Like, well, no, I make that me. And all of a sudden yeah. it's a bigger laugh and stuff like that. Yeah, it works. But when yeah. you're, I mean, that's, that, that's a technique that I've always done. Mm. I've always put the joke on me mm. so that I'm the one, even if I think up an insult, that I think in a routine will be really funny. I give that to someone else to throw at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I I really don't like. I just, I don't know what it is. I've just had this aversion to uh, comics telling you how fucking good they are. Right. Like you can do that in a jokey way, mm. but when routine after routine is the comedian winning exchanges and winning exchanges, I'm just yeah 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 all right mate. all right mate you know and it's my it's it is i'm pretty i don't think i've ever seen um a woman doing jokes like that with that constantly yeah i'm all it feels like a alpha male that's sort of true thing, i've never like, thought about that but I, I, I know i haven't seen that kind of i was at a gig the other day and this person yeah. said this and i said that yeah no and you know you can use that just don't just change the scenario mm. right if you if you, you you can craft a joke out of if the intricate parts integral parts sorry are funny 
then you can build something else around it, mm. right? It doesn't have to be, even though it might be absolutely true, what you said in response to an audience member shouting it out at you. Just change it and make it, because it's way more relate. It's got to be relatable. I'm I'm all about. It's got to be relatable. Yeah, yeah. You know, like one of the biggest stories I tell about a gig that I did is about me, like properly dying on my ass. That's a great start. You know, I'm not. Yeah, I had to follow a. Uh, a a German drag queen at a gig in Berlin uh, called Fräulein Erotica. And um, I was the only act on speaking English and I just, I tanked. First of all, Fräulein Erotica got a standing ovation. And then, then I got introduced straight away. Oh, that's nothing worse than that. Then, mate, I walked into pe- onto stage to people sitting down from the standing ovation. I had a comedy, a competition um, I did and the act before me, blew the roof off and i just didn't have a shot like i I was walking out and they were still high from that person and and then you've only got 10 minutes yeah but i learned you know who i blame in that scenario the bloody compare oh yeah 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 because the compare should have soaked that Mm. up because i used to host lester mercury new act competition all the time you did the one and I'm pretty sure. Oh shit! Was it this night? Did yeah, I? No, it's me, no, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. No, I did. No, I, I was. That one, that one went well. Actually, you did a good, you did a great job for me that night. Yeah, I remember it going well for you. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah you no, know, you, you were cracking. That's why. But, That's why. Because it was a good compare. Yeah, but I do remember. I do uh, certainly with that gig, people would go on and because the big difference with that one compared to other new act competitions is that one people were recommended by comedy clubs. Mm weren't they? You had to get recommended by a comedy club. Uh, So already that meant the quality was a lot higher. It wasn't someone, you know, stepping on stage and sort of fluking their way, which could, Mm. which can absolutely happen. Um, And so it was always, the quality was always really high. I remember comparing when Tom Rosenthal absolutely ripped the hell out of it. I think that was a year after me, before me. Yeah. Uh, He was joint winner with Ben Ben Tajay. Um, and my memory of it was that Tom was borderline standing O, you know, just huge. And I just knew I had to, mm. he was like in the middle of the gig. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels awful, you know, because that's the, that's, you want to play to an audience that are yeah, yeah. like that, but equally you're going, I need to, I need to level this out a bit. Mm. So the next comic coming on has a bit of a fair shot at it. Did they do all right? I can't remember who it was. No, so it wasn't no, Tarche. <laughs> yeah, they're wasn't very Tarche. different. They're really different. I remember that night being so good. He came on and uh, he pulled out a cupcake and he said, "It's my birthday." And I bought a cake. Oh yeah, yeah, really tiny cake, and everyone's like, "No!" And then he pulls out a massive fucking can, <laughs> and just squashes the cake with the can. Yeah, That's great. Funny. Funny I got heckled about that gig the other night. So basically, I did this Zoom, and this guy, it was a lovely gig, really nice people. It was like a gin-tasting thing. It was, it was, It's odd, oh. but I was just doing the 15 minutes. Yep. And he he did this intro for me, and it was so long. It was basically just list just my entire CV. And like, because I guess I don't, they don't, no one knows that, that that's a bit weird. No. And I've reckon it, but it was really funny because he was going, he said award-winning comedian at least twice, right? Yeah. And then he listed all the competitions that I was runner-up in. I've never won one. 
So not only is that funny, he then said yeah. and then the Leicester Mercury is runner-up in the Leicester Mercury, uh, which Ramesh Rangane from one that year and then went on and spoke about Ramesh for ages. <laughs> so I had a little play with it. And then halfway through, I noticed that one of the other people had changed their background to a picture of Ramesh, which was Amazing. just perfect. It was really funny. That is so good. Yeah. That is so good. <laughs> um, I did a Zoom gig with Andrew Bird. And he's got this great routine about homeschooling his kids and how impossible it is that, and, you know, talks about trying to, he said, how can you teach, how can you teach your kid frac fractions? Uh, well, so I can't remember how he words it, but what happened was his son, one of his, his youngest son, when he was meant to be doing maths was doing a handstand naked under the table. <laughs> <laughs> and naming his asshole after a girl in his class. <laughs> right. And I can't remember the name he used. It was something like Nancy. Um, and like five people changed their Zoom names to Nancy. <laughs> and so it was just so funny for the rest of the night. That's just seeing. And uh, I love it. And I wonder if other countries do that sort of shit. That, to me, that's, that's a real British thing. Yeah. Of British, British audiences. So subtle as well. Really, yeah. And they're really quick at picking up the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And because um, our heckles, like, because there are some good hecklers in the UK, but I, I haven't gigged abroad enough to know if that's normal. Um, I've gigged abroad a lot. Uh, certainly funny heckles. Uh, mo I don't know if it's because I've mostly gigged, gigged in the UK, mm. but um, the funny ones and real brutal ones have been have been the UK. Yeah. Um, I got I got a pretty horrendous one. Uh, in in Montreal. How did you? Uh, for, yeah, for just for laughs. I was doing a one of the warm up gigs for the gala slots, mm. and um, you just couldn't get. You know, they're horrible gigs. Are they? You know, everyone's showing up, and you have to do your ten minute TV set, and you're in a comedy club full of, you know, people who are a bit pissed, who have bought, paid a lot of money for a comedy night. And everyone's just up there, not caring who's in the crowd, just trying to get out there, you know. Uh, and I did, I did my set, and um, someone just shouted out as I was about to say goodnight. Just shouted out, "Are all New Zealanders? Uh, are all New Zealanders ignorant, loud bastards like you?" But with real anger, menace, and anger. And I ended my set by going, "I don't." I don't know what I would have said that upset you. And she said everything. Oh my God. And so I walked off and then, and then the person from just for laughs, who was there to, you know, to check how things are going and mm. mark down and see if you need another warm up gig just came up to me and went, well, that didn't go well. And I was kind of like, it, it did apart from that person heckling at the end. And then she started taking the heckler's side, going, maybe you do need to tone it down a bit. Oh I'm like, hang God. on a second. I got selected to come to this doing that material. They saw me doing that material and said, yes, let's get that guy. So don't be and that woman didn't getting have a in my head now. To be in the audience. Yeah. Anyway. Um, wow. I didn't change it. And it went well at the gala. Of course, it's a different but... audience, isn't it? It's 
but I had two days of that oh, uh, no. that ticking ticking time bomb in my head. And so many people probably would have changed it and made everything worse. So you did well to stick to well, your guns. Yeah, uh, the only reason I didn't change it was um, there were other comics in the in the audience who heard her saying that to me. I mm. uh, heard the uh, staff member saying it to me, and um, we're like, "Don't listen to her, mate. Don't listen. That was it's good." Mm. You know, and and that's when the camaraderie of comics really steps up. You know, yeah, it's nice, which is great. Yeah, because well, you, you know, there's no denying at times we're in competition with each other, um, but most of the time everyone's like we're in the same boat, mm. so we know what's going on. Yeah, man. So what else have you got? Anyway, <laughs> oh no, I've done a big leap. Oh, now okay, to two thousand and nine. Oh, hello. Ooh, Around the time mate. I started, was it? It's a good year. Good year. Good year. Um, all right. If you see someone wearing flip-flops in winter, most of the time it will be an Aussie or a Kiwi. We bloody love wearing flip-flops. Jandals if you're a Kiwi. Thongs if you're an Aussie, which is why Cisco's thong song didn't go well down under. Our love of flip-flops is why Aussies and Kiwis cannot be ninjas. It's impossible to sneak up on someone wearing flip-flops. <laughs> Shh. Flip, 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 flip. Ah, oh, another one got away. <laughs> <laughs> that's so silly I it's think great man it is and I think just imagery wise it's funnier than would Fong Song have got a laugh is. did you get on the way yeah 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 it did. yeah but but the final dip was, wasn't strong enough to um, no and it was more you know when you've just got something that uh, you know oh that's a, that's an amusing visual yeah 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 rather than did you, did you uh, act out the sort of sneaking yeah yeah I and... acted out yeah yeah and I mean, if I you try to do a out, kick I'd... with a flip flop, they get a flip flop in the face, wouldn't they? I mean, that is a special move, isn't it? <laughs> so maybe it would work. Maybe that's why. That's why the joke didn't work because people thought immediately. Like, yeah, like of course you. it's fine. It's Fly like a ninja, flip flop like a, a foot ninja star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Let's let's do a quick fire. What, what else you got? Uh, 2019. Oh, 10 year jump. Uh, I've been with my wife. Um, Oh, yeah. I've been with my wife for years. Uh, and when you're in a relationship that long, you can signal your emotions to each other without speaking. Example, we had fish fingers the other night, and I knew my wife was angry with me because she just gave me the middle one. <laughs> but how I originally wrote it was she just gave me the middle fish finger, which loses it. Yeah. And I also found people there'll be too much thinking to get when I go middle finger. Because mm -hmm. I, I said fish fingers so long ago. Right. Joke-wise. Do you know what I mean? And But what reinforced it was I, I would always pull the finger to help reinforce it. Right. And I always liked it, but it just... So did... You know, I, pro I did it a fair few times, but it never... Every, it would land sometimes, mm. and then other times it wouldn't, and then I'd think, have I changed the wording? Like, sometimes do I get the wording precisely what it needs and other times i'm just not getting yeah. it yeah i mean it's definitely better as the middle one because that yeah is so on point there's yeah. no disguise there's no it's, it's obvious what you mean i'm surprised you need to actually show the middle one as well yeah i suppose and also i've got so much ahead of it that's not needed because it could just be uh we had fish fingers the other night i knew my wife was angry with me because she just gave me the middle one I mean, for me, well, she just gave me for, the middle finger. For me, as a sort of joke purist, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because there's no need for that. But it's context that we've been together for years. Yeah. And that, that, yeah. That's that, what that system is. You were working on the preview and you're like, I've got to fill some time here. <laughs> I, actually, you know what? If you know me as a, as a comic, um, uh, what do you call it? Brevity is not my forte. <laughs> uh i'm i how i write material is i almost like having um uh telephone poles like my punchlines are the telephone poles mm. so they're the things that i write and in between can be anything as long right. as i'm i'm going on that journey to get to there and the journey to get to there uh, because i want i want my comedy to feel like i'm making it up as i go mm. and i'm just I'm just chatting and jokes are falling out. Yeah. That's 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 what I want. That's kind of how I used to approach comparing because I'd start talking to the audience about a topic that I know I've got a joke for and yep. I'd just keep going as much as I can until I feel like it's not going anywhere and then I'd do the joke. That's so great. So you always know that's, that's a great technique. there, you know, to fall back on. Yeah. Because I've never been confident enough to just riff. No, but that is comparing. Exactly mm. what you're doing there is comparing. Because, I mean, I... I compare so much um and arguably that's where my style developed was because i realized very early on on the open mic circuit if i can compare i can not only get off the circuit off the open mic circuit quicker but i can also go back to the same venues more yep. often yeah because if you if you do a set you're not going to go back to that place for maybe six 12 months whereas comparing for some reason they're like oh yeah it's okay to get a compare back on a semi-regular basis yeah. um and you know, probably what really saved me from got me off the open mic circuit was landing maybe three or four sort of uh, resident MC gigs. Mm. Um, but what you're talking about there is the is the exact technique um, of, and you, it's amazing how you can shoehorn it around to stuff that you've got. Yeah, you know, and, you mm. just got to what you get good at is having that part of your brain ticking over the roller decks of jokes going dig -a -dig -a -dig -a -dig -a -dig while the mouth is yeah, yeah, yeah. is working, you know? Yeah, and it's amazing how kind of little the audience actually know about what you're doing. Because yeah. to me, sometimes you, you do a thing like that and you go, oh, they must know. It's so obvious that I've, I'm crowbarring yeah. that. But they don't know at all. Like I've had people talk to me about my act and they've gone, yeah, I like how, you, you know, your act is sort of, everyone can relate to it because you're talking about girlfriends. And I'm like, my act is not related. That's not what I do in the slightest. I just link girlfriend <laughs> jokes together. But they've, yeah. they've yeah. just taken that as, he talks about relationships and we all understand that. But it's nothing, you know, it's nothing like that. But yeah, if, yeah. if they're happy, I'm happy. But how do you, how do you remember them all? Do you, because uh, I've, I started out with Gary Delaney. Mm. So, um I've been fascinated with Gary's jokes right from the word go because uh, I never, I was never writing short jokes. If I got a short joke, it was because I, I, I spent years chipping it out of a bloody granite wall mm. sort of thing. Whereas Gary was just like, bop, 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 bop. Um, and uh, I remember overhearing a heated conversation between him and Matt Kirshen, <laughs> who's another great one-liner, where they were arguing about a joke that I think Matt was doing um that gary was saying you need to say because instead of cause <laughs> because the rest of the joke is formal language and you saying cause oh. makes it informal and speeds up the beat of the joke mm, rhythm whereas matt was saying 
I want the beat of the joke to speed up at that point because I like the rhythm of it speeding up. And Gary was saying, yes, the rhythm is good, but because, <laughs> do you know, and Brilliant. I used to take the piss out of that, like thinking there was, just just say fuck and get on with it, mate. Um, and the, the over the years, I've, I've started going, I don't, I don't think I'd nitpick that much, but it is really important mm. the, uh, where where you put certain words and what. A hundred percent. What terminology you use at times can really just enhance even just one slight tweak yeah. of the joke. That's know? what I love about it. And that's why I never give up on a funny idea for a joke because it might yeah. just come to me, like just that tiny change that can make all the difference. But yeah. as far as remembering it, Gary, I, I, I'm different to Gary because Gary, I've, I'm pretty sure Gary does. He does the mind. Yeah, and to thing. me, that's like, I can't even grasp it. Like, I, I just think it's insane how he can do that. I, I think, yeah. I, to me, that seems like so much harder work. <laughs> go, like, go all through all that stuff. But it, it's loads of people say it works. And he, you know, obviously it does. But everyone's different, I suppose. I just yeah. group my stuff and I have a head in, and then I just remember that's the order. And then if I chat to people in the audience, I can just pull jokes out usually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I just have to, but like I said to you earlier, what I'll do is I'll always write down the the one word for each joke in the order. Yes. Somehow it just goes in for, for the period of time that I need to know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's essentially what I do when I'm, Mm. do you know what I mean? I just have, like going back through these old books, I'd read a set list going, what, I know, I, what is that? Yeah, like, sure. I know there's a word written down and I know I had something. But oh, yeah. I oh, I had was. that with one recently and I, it took me forever to remember what the joke was. It was really yeah. frustrating, which is another reason why I write everything on the computer now in full. Well, I had a opener that was just St. John's and I know it was something <laughs> about St. John's Ambulance and it was strong enough to be an opening joke. That I can't all day, all day again. Today, so you've looked that up from an old notepad. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I can't get it. Can't get it. That will um, come to you at some point. You you won't even be thinking about mate, it, and you're in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on your way to I've hospital. I've got a real silly. I've got a real silly one from last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> is it? Is that why you dropped it? Because it's too silly. No, I never dropped. I love silly stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, silly and filth. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Um, but also. I like stories peppered with jokes, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So um, I I like to tell a story and then layer it with jokes on the way to the end of the story. Um, so anyway, this is just a silly joke. Of... What I like about that, T- sorry, just to butt in. What Go I like on. about that is if you know that final punchline is big, it's yeah. brilliant to, to be able to do that, what you just said, because... Because they each joke, they think, "Oh, that's the joke," and then there's another yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and you know, when you know, it's, it's something really powerful about doing a bit when you know the last bit's a bigger laugh. It builds than what you've yeah, and it builds. But also, you've got to be careful not to make the well. No, I, I think American stand-ups do this a lot. Is they make the journey way funnier mm-hmm. than the end part of their routine. Yeah. And also, I don't know if if you've noticed this, but I I've with American comics watching their specials like Nate Bugatti and uh, loads of other ones that I've watched recently, they just finish. Mm. They'll do a funny routine and they'll go, thank you, good night, and walk off. 
Whereas over here, for me, my all my development is you've got to have that really big routine at the end. Yeah. That's like, yeah, thank you, good night. And it just doesn't seem as important to them. Yeah. Like it's whatever the finishing on is really funny. Mm. Really funny, but it's uh I don't know. I there's been loads of times I've watched an American special. I've never really thought about it, but and it just finishes. Yeah, you're right. It just Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, oh. I wouldn't have ended on that, that routine, great. but fine. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's this joke? Oh, the silly one, yeah. That is not the joke. Um, here it is. Uh, tits, boobs, breasts. I like them all. But I prefer to use the term tattoo breasts. Because <laughs> uh, what I was trying to do with it was <laughs> sort of like, what's the appropriate name for them? Tits, boobs, breasts. Mm. I prefer tattoo breasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so it's when just you stupid. wrote that, yeah. did you go through all the different orders to see what's the funniest word? Uh, no. So this is what this is the difference um, between me having nowhere to perform. So if I was perform, you know, if that happened in a year where I was doing shitloads of gigs, mm. I would have gone on with that idea and one night done it tits boobs breasts to do breasts and then started really changing it up because there's because because you've got it's also it's one time you said it it sounds like tattoo breasts and one tattoo breasts to do breasts yeah i don't know that's good brew brew i don't know brew i mean and then there's other words to use rather than tits boobs and breasts right yeah and but titties <laughs> I mean, if you actually spent time and wrote it all down, you'd probably find the perfect. You'd find something. Yeah. And also, you... and that's what I'm, I, I would. I do a lot of my writing on stage mm. by riffing and and messing around with it. Because um, when I find if I just write it in a vacuum, like we're currently fucking in, yeah. Um, I like with that. I wrote it last year. Mm. It made me giggle. Just the concept of yeah. it. Um, and how silly it would be. Uh, and then I've never mm. revisited it. I've never given it a go. No. So it's there now. Just it's there for there. when when you do. Yeah. But but, but you can also back. go into... I'll open with it. You, like, like, if that works, there's scope to then go, okay, what do people call willies? And you can... Yeah. There's loads of things that have different names that you could go into. Yeah. If it works as a concept for the first one. Yeah, Absolutely. And then, it's along the same lines. And then it works as a brilliant callback later in your set when you just, yes. they've forgotten about it, and then you just comment on something about breasts. I really like your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do breasts. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jerry Christmas! Hashtag Ooga! Jared Christmas Star. Um, Joe, that was good, wasn't it? That was great. I love Jared yeah, Christmas. Yeah, if you, if you enjoyed it, uh, let us know at Jokes with Mark. It was nice to hear from you, especially if you're from around the globe. <laughs> um, so that was great. Good stuff. Good, uh, good, good um, preparation from Mr. Christmas. Kept notebooks, notebooks from when he was 18, 19. Yeah, I loved it. I, I love it. Really I would not like it. to I see think... anything I'd written down at that age. I think I need to, I, when I prepare the podcast, I'm going to say to people, bring your notepads. I don't normally say that, but I think it's really nice. Yeah. You can literally just open it. and. Is it something see. that most comedians hold on to? A lot of people do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've got a few older ones, but I did, when I was moving house a lot, I, I got rid of quite a few and just put everything on the computer, but I kept some really old ones. Um, that's nice. I had loads. It's too many. I had too many. Well, that's got to be um, the curse of a one-liner comedian, right? If you're half if you're... of them, mate, half of them only a quarter full. <laughs> like, like, because because it's really nice, and I get really inspired oh, I love starting when, a new when I start. Book, yeah. And then you're halfway through, you're like, oh, I want to get another book now. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up with loads. Yeah, um, oh, good fun, Joel. Do you? We, I mean, we were talking quite a bit in the first bit, and you rushed me through a little bit into the podcast, which you know I'm absolutely fine with you. I doing. just saw a link. That's, I saw it. I saw an opportunity. That is your job, and Joel, I took it. is to keep me on the straight and narrow. Um, but we did miss our regular feature. What's that? Which we will do now. Um, what is the last email from Spotlight? Oh, Mark yes, I love this feature. Received. I've got two in the last hour. Bloody Which hell, one Spot- do you want? Spotlight, Spotlight working both. late. I want, uh, I'll take both, please. <laughs> please, Bob. Okay. <laughs> um, Pierre... Oh, no, this is... There's two here. Prince Louis. Can you guess what that's for? Uh, some sort of French show. It's not show. Jungle Book because that's King Louis. Prince Louis. I'm not sure. Yep. Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Oh, um, nice. Handsome Prince. Oh, they got it right this Delete time. Delete it. Delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is already cast. Turned... We're looking for the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it is the Beast as well. You've got to play yeah, both. Yeah, you've got to do both, yeah. And uh, you plays the beast, play the beast, uh, who has been turned into a beast by the evil enchantress Sherry Trifle. <laughs> nice work. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this isn't this pantomime. isn't a legit pant- this, is this is pantomime, yeah. yeah. But it's not like which mark because it's inevitable. also it's, it's also it's Canterbury, which is right on my doorstep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but but and, and I thought, oh, it's Marlowe Theatre. That's yeah. a big theatre. Yeah, that's a nice one. And it wasn't. You'll it's finally get to House. play it. No, no, it's oh, Joel. I won't because it's not from them. Um, the Malthouse Theatre, which is in a school. <laughs> yeah, five hundred pound a week. Mm. Yeah, nice, isn't it? 
Well, so, how many shows? I looked it up. Doesn't say. Yeah, that's, that's suspicious. That's, yeah, that's very suspicious. Before you know it, you're performing lunch times, <laughs> break time, and every assembly. Uh, do you want the other one? Yeah, I do want the other one. Josephine. Okay. So I think that's a woman. Yeah. Is it a woman? Yeah. Gender. Yeah. Any gender. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could get a Josephine. No, but know. what's it about? That's what we don't know. Um, appearance. Black Caribbean, <laughs> mixed race, or African American. Mark, how do cool. you receive these emails? They, that's what. That's, this is the whole problem. I'm telling you, I'm receiving everything that they possibly you do. Must that, that's the point. Of surely, the... surely, when you signed up, you just didn't tick any box. <laughs> I don't know. You must have been. I bet you were so desperate for work when you signed up to it. Guess you... how old this character is meant to be? Uh... It can be anything from 25 to 99 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad. Or maybe what it's is... just a voiceover. No. Okay. No. Oh, is it? No, it's a f- film, filming. No, oh, well, there you go. Multi-rolling, strong singer, confident with movement. I love no, a bit. Of Ninety-nine, movement. ninety-nine years old, confident yeah. with movement. <laughs> Prince Philip's ninety-nine. Yeah, and Don't at know. the time of recording, still confident in his movements. Well, is he? Who knows? Don't know. Don't know. Who knows? Oh, we we're doctor. not going to make the announcement on this podcast. I don't think. <laughs> no, we're not. No, Buckingham Palace aren't going to give me a text to be like, "We've <laughs> we need you to break the news." <laughs> anything else from Lord? Anything else from Joel? It would spread yes, around the world, wouldn't it? <laughs> it it would. would spread around the world, yeah. wouldn't it? Maybe that's why they want us to do it. Anything more from you, Joel? I have to go really somber. Are you really? Oh right. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were trying to finish the podcast. I was no, like, I was you keep doing moving a bit. on I quite quick. I was pretending that we were. That's what we'll do at the end of the podcast. Oh, well, we're doing the, it now. The death of the end, royal, really, isn't it? It is, really, yeah. Do you want to announce the death of Prince Philip? <laughs> can we get into trouble for that? I don't know if we can. No, I don't think they'll if come. If you for... were, if you'd got that text and mm. you'd been chosen, this podcast has been chosen mm. to announce it. I want you to do it as you would, and I want you to break it to me as if I don't know either. Hey, Mark, it's producer Joel here. <laughs> And uh, I've just got to let you know that um, there'll be a special announcement made over on patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. And then everyone's like, shit, what's the announcement? I better Mm -hmm. sign up to the Patreon. And then on the Patreon, I'll announce the death of notable royals. Whether or not they've died, who knows? They might not have actually died. But we're now going to dedicate the Patreon to each week. We're going to announce the death of a prominent old person. Lovely. Uh, And also this week... I mean, that's going to be the main thing, but yeah. there's also going to be some cracking stuff uh, that we didn't hear from Jerry Christmas. Yeah. And also a little bit of Mark and Joel on demand. Yeah, We've wow. been streaming this week. It's going to be fun over there. So uh, if you want to sign up to Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark. Uh, we'd like to see you there. Um, anything more from you, Joel? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Joel. Hashtag Uyghur, everybody. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. I'm Mary from the Bay. And I'm Courtney from L.A. TJG is the podcast where we spill all the tea on your favorite reality TV shows, celebrity gossip, and everything in between. We're here to bring you our unfiltered opinions, hilarious commentary, and plenty of laughs along the way. We're two SDSU Delta Gamma sisters with a microphone and a whole lot of opinions. Each week, we dive headfirst into the wild world of reality television from Bravo to all the trash TV you could want. We break down the drama, dissect the latest scandals, and share our thoughts on everything from the jaw-dropping moments to the embarrassing antics. But that's not all. We're not here to just gossip. We're here to connect with you, the jurors, and share our love of all things pop culture. Whether we're dishing on the latest celebrity breakups, discussing our favorite guilty pleasure movies, or sharing embarrassing stories from our own lives, we promise to keep it real, keep it fun, and keep you coming back for more. Come judge with us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.